And now it's time for a special presentation of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. And now with the call, Chris Spicer. Oh, baby, just like that, we put on the old red heels. We clicked them three times, and we landed ourselves in an absolute gorgeous day here for girls. State playoff, first-round action, your OFA Blue Devils taking on what is going to be one heck of a formidable opponent in the Ichabod Crane team out of Section 2, as I always do. And where I begin, I begin with you listening all of a sudden, in about another week or so, we are going to wrap up our ninth season together, and then we'll hit the gridiron next fall, and man, oh man, we'll be cruising down the same track for 10 years. So from me to you, I actually really do appreciate you listening. It does mean a lot to me, and all of our sponsors that make it happen. Please go into these places, spend a little bit of your money, and we work things in a full circle the way we should around the North Country. All right, let's dip our toes into the Mort Backus and Sons pregame show. Christopher Spicer bringing the play-by-play, a state playoff action to the wheels on the bus. Continue to go round and round for your OFA Blue Devil Girls softball team. They've had one heck of a season. They've now had six straight Section 10 championships in a row, and (laughs) not one more earned than their Section 10 championship game against Canton. And in that game... Those Lady Blue Devils, five times they came from behind. A couple times, a couple runs. At times in extra innings, as many as four, three runs down. I mean, it was an incredible performance by your Lady Blue Devils, five times coming back in that Section 10 Class B championship game to knock off Canton 13-12 to in 11 innings. To get to this point here, they finished the Central at 11-3 and this year finally, and I mean finally, got a little bit of notice and ranked 30th in the state. What is really impressive about this Blue Devil Girls softball team is not only their six straight Section 10 championships, but when their season was winding down, they all of a sudden played nine games in nine days. That was going back to the middle of May. And in those nine games, they won seven of them and went seven and two for that eventual 11-3 11-3 and three mark and finishing second in the Central. We get into the Section 10 Girls Class B softball playoffs. The play-in game was Governor knocking off the Shamrocks 4-3, to three, and then all of a sudden the Blue Devils, they found themselves in a game which Riley Planty pitched a one-hitter to knock off Governor 2-1 to one to get to the championship game, and then it was actually Riley Planty that came in in about the third inning or so, pitched eight and two-thirds innings just after pitching a full one-hitter the day before and getting the victory against Governor to eventually get the victory in 11 innings against the Canton Bears and be this year's Section 10 champions. With all that being said, and how good this Blue Devil Girls softball team and how good their season has been, they come up against the most formidable opponent they would have to come up against in these state playoffs, Ichabod Crane. They are last year's state champs. They are this year's Section 2 champs and looking for another state championship. I believe unofficially they're overall 20-1. and one. I don't know if this is correct. Sometimes you got to wonder about the stats that get up on the site. 
but it probably does sound about right. Maybe 166 runs for and like only 16 against. <laughs> Do the Blue Devils have a chance? I mean, I broadcast OFA, Hewilton, Morristown, Lisbon. I give it to you like it is. You always have a chance when you walk in between the lines. But truthfully, it is going to have to take the best game that the Blue Devils have played all season long. They are going to have to make diving plays. They're going to have to make a couple double plays on the diamond. They're not going to be able to let pass balls go by. They're going to have to get their cutoffs. They're going to have to keep players on the bases. And they're going to have to get some hits and score some runs. Those are absolutely tumultuous tasks against this Ichabob Crane team. We will take a quick break, get back to your starting lineups, and a little more gossip when we come back next here on the North Country Sports Authority. We think there's warmer weather ahead, and now's the time to have your vehicle checked over at Mort Backus & Sons. Our GM-certified service technicians are here to tackle all jobs, big and small, from air conditioning work to alignments to routine maintenance. Online scheduling is a breeze at mortbackus.com, or call one of our service advisors today at 315-393-6000 to schedule your next vehicle's appointment. Find new roads with GM-certified service at Mort Backus & Sons Chevrolet & Buick, where we've been taking care of the North Country for over 65 years. Thank you. Have a nice day. Ugh, did you see all that tobacco marketing in there? Marketing? I didn't see anything. Come on, they had a whole display of cigarette packs. That's tobacco marketing? Yeah, it's in our convenience stores, gas stations, drug stores. And studies show the more of it kids see, the more likely they are to smoke. Wow, our kids have seen enough. How can I protect them from tobacco marketing? You can take action at TobaccoFreeNYS.org. Brought to you by Reality Check of St. Lawrence County. 713-4861. Disguised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburnorg bodyguard to complete your questionnaire. Because defending your tomorrow should start today. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. Just in case you're joining me today, Christopher Spicer bringing the play-by-play of girls' high school softball. It is that time of year, my favorite time of year. It is do-or-die games out between the lines here this afternoon. I was turned out to be a crazy kind of day, and I respect a lot of the Bob Crane fans being here already. I mean, this game was supposed to be at SUNY Potsdam. Apparently, they started to rake up the field trying to get it ready. They dug it up a little bit too much. It was very soft. As a result, Rutrow Shaggy, they had to find another place to play. So the Blue Devils, very fortunate to get this game at home. That is definitely not generally the case. You have to play on a neutral field, even though it's in your section still normally a neutral field and well your all fade blue devils get this home game and i kind of in some ways i mean like i call it like it is i'd be a little irked if i were ichabod crane in in the sense that we have to come to ofa to play uh, but i honestly think they're so good that that truly shouldn't matter if some reason your ofa blue devils are able to pull this game off here this afternoon i don't think if you're ichabod crane you could blame it on that uh and like I said, their nemesis here, OFA Blue Devils, earlier in our more Baxes and Sons pregame show, as your Lady Blue Devils had had so much success here in Section 10, 
with six straight Section 10 championships. But the uh, last two out of the three years, they've been knocked off by Ichabod Crane in the state playoffs, and they are your reigning state champs coming in at 20-1. and one. I mean, it, it's kind of like Mike Tyson for somebody really, really small in the ring, it feels like. So how do your Blue Devils potentially win this game today? I was kind of thinking that when we were visiting some of our great sponsors. And you, you just some way, somehow, you got to keep Vic Bob Crane off the bases. You can't land a manufacturer runners around and in. And honestly, I, I think you got to try to somewhat have the lead from the start. Uh, if you get down early two or three runs, it's just not going to happen. I mean, they've got pitchers that get in that circle and they hum the ball faster than most we see during the regular season in Tech Section 10, except maybe minus. Uh, you know, the St. Lawrence Central teams uh, once in a while. So let's look at your OFA Blue Devils in the sense that they can't give up early runs and they can't give up a lot. They've got to, I think, in order to win this game, kind of play with the lead. And it's just somehow you got to shut down Ichabod Crane, whether it's striking him out, whether it's making sure you get the outs, you can't have the errors. And and maybe, maybe you just start to run the game into the fourth and fifth inning and have a chance to maybe plant a little bit of a nervous seed, and then maybe something could develop from there. So do they have a chance? Yes. Uh, boy, they are a long shot. Can it be that horse starting at the back gate way over to the right and then having to charge from behind and maybe walk off with a victory? It would be amazing if your Lady Blue Devils could do it. If they do, we'll move on with them. If they don't, We've got some other teams as far as your Lisbon boys baseball team and your OFA Blue Devil boys baseball team still in the hunt. We'll get to those games over the weekend as this game progresses. And, well, your OFA Blue Devils will be defensively on the diamond to start this game off here this afternoon. And Riley Planty will be in the circle again, pitching the one-hitter in the semifinals against Governor to win 2-1. to one and then coming in in relief to eventually win the game, pitching eight and two-thirds innings in back-to-back days, 13-12 to 12 over Canton in 11 innings. Backing her up, Katie Rogers, who got a big two-out hit in the bottom of the 11th with two strikes to send Riley Plate into, Riley Plant, excuse me, into score. At first base, Maddie Howell this afternoon. Playing second base is Claire Reich. At third base is Natalie McCormick. At the shortstop position is Celia Henry. Out in left field is Samara LaFleur this afternoon. Riley Howe plays center field. And out in right field is Emily Farron for head coach Mark Henry and assistant coach Shannon LaFave. It looks like, and i got to be careful to get these names right here for Ichabod Crane when they come up to bat in the top half of the first. It's Emma Scheitener. Gabby Cox will bat in the second spot. Brittany Futia will bat in the third spot. Jenna Downey in the cleanup position. Kaylee Sacento will bat in the fifth spot. Marissa Wheeler in the sixth spot as a designated player. Mackenzie Wendell Ken will bat in the seventh spot. Lancey Homer in the eighth, and Callie Ringwood in the ninth spot. That will be the lineup offensively for head coach Tracy Nitransky for Ichabod Crane. 
Your OFA Blue Devils, again, have had a tremendous season, 11-3 and to finish second in the Central. Out of league play, they were 0-2, so starting the playoffs going in at 11-5 and overall, picking off the semifinal win and the championship win, now moving to 13-5 and so far on the season. Well, I thought we were supposed to have a 5.30 start here this afternoon, but obviously the game being shifted on Ichabod Crane, uh, it was put back till 5.30, so we're kind of just getting put back a little bit more. They'll announce the starting lineups for both sides, and then we'll get ready to rock and roll. So now, we got to break things down for you. This has been a crazy sports season with all the games kind of being around the same time, same day, different venues. And, well, unfortunately, this weekend, well, fortunately, my daughter is making her confirmation. Unfortunately, that puts me in a position where if the OFA Blue Devil boys baseball team has to go down to play Schuylerville in Albany at 1 o'clock on Saturday, we will not be broadcasting that game. But hold on a second. There's options, okay, and I'll let you know that. If they're going to play in Section 7 and play Northeastern Clinton, if it's at 1 o'clock, we can't broadcast. If that game starts at noon and they go to Section 7 and play at Plattsburgh, I can broadcast that game and then be back to my daughter's confirmation in time. But if we can't do the OFA game and it doesn't work out because of the scenarios I talked about, what we will be doing is covering Lisbon boys baseball in the boys' Class D state playoffs. They're one win away from going to the Final Four. They will play a team called Bolton, and that will be a game that starts at 11 a.m. Saturday afternoon. From that point in time, I will stay with you from my drive all the way to Canton, from Canton to Augensburg, and then we're going to go live talking about your 2019 OFA Blue Devils season, talking about what a tremendous job Ethan Baldwin has done on the hill and his three perfect games this year, along with a what? Just a no-hitter, a one-hitter, and a two-hitter, and a 0.0 ERA. So with that on the mound, you got any chance to get to the Final Four. So what we'll be doing is I've got my number out there to parents, the coaching staff, anybody, and they're going to text me every half inning. They're going to let me know, hey, big triple drove in two runs or, you know, what's going on on the hill. And I'm, we're going to keep you up to date live. We're just going to kind of do a little show. We're going to go into our post-game show of the Lisbon Golden Knights baseball game. And then just every probably hopefully five minutes to ten minutes max, we will be updating for you the OFA boys baseball game. And, of course, if Lisbon and OFA are successful this weekend, we will be going on the road to the New York State Final Four to follow both teams. That, again, is only if OFA has to go to Section 2 and play Saturday at 1 or they go to Section 7 and have to play at 1. We will not be able to broadcast, but we will keep you up to speed and update you through the entire game. That way I can make my daughter's confirmation. If it so happens in Section 7, Northeastern Clinton beat Schuylerville this afternoon, well, they make the game at noon. You and I are playing business on Saturday with the OFA Blue Devil Boys baseball team. I'll be honest with you. Like, I'm never arrogant when I broadcast sports. I never think I'm cool because I broadcast sports. You know, I'm just humble about it. You thank me very much, and I appreciate it very much. And I just go about my business. And I think a lot of people would think it's cool to be on the radio. It's cool that I'm providing you a service 
because I'm providing you a service, you make me feel good. That's a debt that I can't repay. But with that being said, there is a lot of time and effort put into this. At the beginning of the sports season, with 11 different schedule out, my daughter's schedule, and when they put all the games sometimes at the same times, the same days, I feel so bad, man. It really stresses me out because I'm only one person and can only cover one game. So to potentially think that I can't go on the road with the OFA Blue Devils, as much as I'm glad, family first, and be there to support my daughter like she wants me to be there, it's really tough not to be there at the same time. Like, I feel like I'm disappointing you, and that's the last thing I ever want to try to do. So we'll keep you up to speed the best we can. We're just about ready to start to this, get to this baby shortly. Both teams are going to be introduced. It's your OFA Blue Devils off their sixth straight Section 10 championship with a fortunate event to host this game here this afternoon as it was supposed to be played at SUNY Potsdam at 5 p.m., but the field was not in good condition. They shifted it here to Augensburg Free Academy. They pushed it back a little bit, and that's where we stand. We'll visit some of our great sponsors, take a break, and when we come back, it will shortly be this state playoff game to the wheels on the bus continue to go round and round here at OFA Girls Softball Team here on the North Country Sports Authority. Steve, right three, you're out! Now what's going on? You haven't hit the ball for weeks. The cold showers at home are killing me, coach. My old water heater isn't putting out the hot water it used to. Sounds like this player needs a Bradford White Water Heater. All the hot water he'll need for showers, laundry, and the dishes. Gas, electric, tankless. Have your contractor get a Bradford White Water Heater at Potsdam, Messina, and Governor Plumbing Supply. Or Howland Pump in Ogdensburg. There's the pitch! Oh, is he ever hot now? You want some guarantees? I'll give you some guarantees. Buster's has the best salad bar in Augensburg and has the best salad bar in Canton. You will not find Rose's homemade desserts anywhere else but Buster's. When it comes to the menu, find one that has more variety and items to choose from. And not just on Fridays, every day you can get the fish fry. Yingling, beer, battered haddock, served with fries. The food is good. Buster's parking lot in the Berg is 95% of the time more packed than any other place to eat at. Busters in Augensburg or Canton, too good to have just one. If you're injured at work, you need guidance. The insurance companies certainly have all the legal recourses at their fingertips to maximize their benefits. Here at the Carlisle Law Firm, we've been helping injured workers recover for over half a century. Let us help you get all that you deserve. Your first consultation is always free. Come see us at one of our three convenient locations in Augensburg, Watertown, and Malone. Or visit us on the web at PrestonCarlisle.com. Call the ones at 315-393-1111. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. Just in case you're joining me, Christopher Spicer, we in the play-by-play of girls. Class B state playoff softball action here. A game that was supposed to be at a neutral site at SUNY Potsdam between your OFA Blue Devils and Ichabob Crane. And, well, a formidable opponent is Ichabob Crane. They are the defending state champs. They are currently ranked number one in the state. And coming to this game this afternoon against your Blue Devils, 20-1. and one. But, again, a game that was supposed to be at a Section 10 neutral site at SUNY Potsdam, the field was not in good condition. All of a sudden, the game then got changed to being here. So a break for the Lady Blue Devils and a really good turnout. It, it kind of seems like it's a lot more packed than maybe it is just because 
when you walk in the fencing area and you and I are behind home plate and we look to our left and to our right, not too far to our left and our right are the dugouts. They're probably about 15 yards, 20 yards max to our right and to our left, each dugout. The OFA Blue Devils in the third base side dugout, Ichabod Crane in the first base side dugout. So you have the fans in that, you know, 15-yard radius from me to our right in the dugout of Ichabod Crane, and then in that 15-yard radius to me to the left into your OFA Blue Devil dugout. So they're kind of cramped in here. It's going to make for what is hopefully a good atmosphere here this afternoon for your OFA Blue Devil girls. And, again, I mean, they are a really good team. They have a tremendous amount of athletes. They play good softball. They found ways to win this year in the Section 10 playoffs uh, when they were facing a tough team in Governor in the semis, and, and they threw a one-hitter to be able to win two-to-one. And then they were down five different times in the Section 10 championship to can at times by three runs, and they came back each and every time in extra innings and won in 11 innings. So six straight Section 10 championships. But at the same time, as good as they are, this is the next level a little bit. These teams out of Section 2, they are very good. And Ichabod Crane comes with a very, very good pitcher in the circle that can throw with heat. Blue Devils don't normally face this type of heat. Maybe against St. Lawrence Central here and there. So it's going to be a tumultuous task for your Blue Devils to climb up that hill. But, hey. If you're ready for new furniture or mattress, all you got to do is get to the top of the hill in Hewleton. I guarantee you, start there first, do your price checking after, but they have quality mattresses and furniture, the name brands, and they have better prices. So start with top of the hill, furniture and mattress right there in Hewleton, and your Lady Blue Devils starting lineup getting announced here. They finished 11-3 and in second place. They're currently 13-5 and five coming into this baby here this afternoon. And what I think is a staple mark of this OFA Blue Devil girls varsity softball season is on May 15th, they started a stretch of playing nine games in nine days with a mark of seven wins and two losses. That a phenomenal job. So if it does end today, that is something definitely look back and enjoy and, well, you never know. The game's got to be played in between the lines. We're going to have the national anthem. Both teams have been announced. And then you and I, we're going to dig ourselves into this contest here on the North Country Sports Authority. I need business cards. I need yard signs. I need some posters. I need brochures and flyers. I need invitations. I need copies made. I need these laminated. I need to send this overnight. I need to ship this out. I need to get these documents notarized. Ten different people. Ten different things needed. One solution. The UPS store in Ogdensburg. Price Chopper Plaza, minutes from the bridge. At Community Health Center of the North Country, we believe giving you access to health care is only part of what we can do to build healthier communities. It's also about supporting transportation, food and housing, and other organizations' good work. After all, an economically strong North Country will also be a healthy North Country, and our team is proud to play its part in achieving that goal. Community Health Center of the North Country, where community is not just in our name, it's what we believe in. Find out more at chcnorthcountry.org. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. 
your North Country sports leader is AM 1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All right, I welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. But you and I have some fun here this afternoon. That's what it's all about. Hopefully these OFA Blue Devil girls have some fun on the diamond <laughs> when you're facing the defending state champs and a team that's ranked number one in the state and 20-1 and one this season. What do you do to beat them? Well, you shut them down one inning at a time. And right now it begins here in the top half of the first. It does have to be pitch by pitch. There's times maybe when Riley is down in the count, three balls and one strike, that is going to have to find a way to get the out. I think the girls, God bless them, a lot of good athletes, but they are going to have to play perfect softball defensively on the diamond. you got to hit your cutoffs. You can't overthrow. You can't just let that extra runner go from second to third. And now your Lady Blue Devils going to head out to the diamond here. And as mentioned, Riley Planty on the hill this afternoon for your OFA Blue Devils, backing her up in the catcher's position, Katie Rogers at first base, Maddie Howe playing second, Claire Reese at third, Natalie McCormick in the shortstop position, Celia Henry out in left field here this afternoon, Samara LaFlair playing center field, Riley Howe, and out in right field, Emily Farron. And while Emily Farron does a nice job out in right field, I remember a toe just going down to her cleat with her glove and grabbing it to save the no-hitter that Riley Howe had not too long ago. Well, Ichabob Crane is going to come up first here in this top half of the first. They are dressed in their navy blue socks, kind of a little brighter, but not so bright as your OFA Blue Devil Blue. They're a little darker. They got the white pants. They got that blue jersey, and they got the white numbers on the front and back in your OFA Blue Devils. In the blue socks, they got the black pants, the blue jerseys, and the white numbers on the back to give you the visualization of the colors. And, well, we have set the scene for you here this afternoon. What is the way this story is going to turn out? We've got your protagonist, the OFA Blue Devils. we got your antagonist, not in a bad way, but Ichabod Crane. And now Emma Scheitinger will come up to bat here. She is a right-handed batter. Riley Planty, the senior. She's going to have to pitch one heck of a game here this afternoon. She's pitched them to get here in the semifinals and the finals. And now we get ready to begin the state playoff contest. So the wheels on the bus continue to go round and round for your Lady Blue Devils. And this first inning brought to you by Seaway Valley Prevention Council's reality check in Utah side. A right-handed windmill hurler is Planty. And that is right off the outside knee of the first batter, Seitinger. And just like that, out of nowhere, Ichabod Crane has a runner on first. And nothing, I don't think, is going to phase these girls too much. The game venue was changed. The game time was changed. Apparently the AC broke on their bus. But Ichabod Crane came here to play, no doubt about it, this afternoon as the number one team in the state. It'll be ball one here to the left-handed batter, Cox. And our Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle stands Futia for Ichabod Crane. Downey in the hole. There is nobody down. It is 0-0 in the top half of the first. Here comes the fire from Planty. Low in the dirt. Runner going to go to second, easily standing up. Come on, Blue. And just like that, 
Ichabob Crane with a runner in scoring position and nobody down. Already, because of Ichabob Crane knocking us off two out of three years in the state playoffs and by decent margins, here comes the pitch, and that is outside and low, and that will run the count, I believe, the three balls and no strikes. You kind of already feel like, the, in a way, this game could early get away from your Lady Blue Devils. This is where they've got to try to dig deep. Here comes the fire, and that's going to be a strike. Just catches the outside corner and at the kneecaps. Riley Planty hanging in there to make it three balls and one strike. Be ready, defense. Know what you're going to do when the ball's hit to you in the big state playoff games. Here comes the pitch. Bunnett. Foul. And that is a great job by Riley Planty to get that foul ball. And now three balls and two strikes. She is going to force Cox to be a hitter. And if I'm not crazy, Cox is now going to go switch hit into the right-handed batter's box with a full count coming from the left-handed batter's box. This is awesome stuff early here. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. And that is a foul off the cage in front of the Blue Devil dugout. You never know what may happen in any high school game. Sometimes unique things can happen. This is a unique, unique thing. And she ripped that ball foul. She can switch hit here. Here comes the fire from Planty. Swung on. Base hit. Out in the right center. It's going to roll back to the fence. And in the score off a second is the first run. And down in the third with a sliding triple is Gabby Cox. An RBI triple for Cox. Now batting the second baseman, number 11, Brittany Futia. And how about that? We talked about Ichabob Crane being a formidable opponent, no doubt about it. And they do something like that. Now ball bunted down the third base side goes foul as the runner was coming off a third to try to score. Cox, she'll make the trip back to third. It'll be no balls and one strike to Futia. Downey on deck. Is it Sacento? Got a lot of unique names. A good team, a unique team, and a lot of unique names here. Sacento is in the hole. Here comes the pitch. Swung on hard. Base hit. Out into left field on the ground. That will drive in Gabby Cox. And just like that, Ichabob Crane has a 2-0 lead here on the Holland Pump Supply Scoreboard. And Futia on first. This is a very difficult position for your Blue Devils now to be in. Swinging. Foul tip back off of Rogers' chest pads. Strike one here on Downey. We talked about keys for your OFA Blue Devils if they were eventually going to be able to knock off this team. Was to not get down many early and, in fact, to try to have the lead. You have got to right now, and, and I don't mean it in a bad way. I'm talking about the facts of the game. If, if the OFA girls are going to want to have a chance to try to come back and win, they have got to shut this down now. And now, two strikes on Downey, the last pitch outside and low. So, Sento on deck, Wheeler, the designated player in the hole. 
If Ichabob Crane continues to go, they have no outs. It's two to nothing here with a runner on first. And there is called strike three on Downey. And that is a big first out for your OFA Lady Blue Devils trailing two to nothing. And that is our first strikeout rung up in the St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union K count. And now Planty gets ready, whips. Here comes the delivery. And that's low in the dirt. Runner will go to second and safely sliding in with the stolen bases. Futia. And another duck on the pond here for Kebab Crane. It's deceiving because if, if this is the first game you've listened to, maybe by the end of it, we hope not, but you could say Jiminy Crickets, the Blue Devil girls, they might not have a good team. They really do. But this is just a next level. You know, in some high school sports, we're a lot closer to Section 2, like we have been in basketball over the years and sometimes in football. But in softball, they seem to hiccup us up. A, well, I just hiccup myself here. Hiccup us quite a bit. Right-handed batter, Sacento, with Wheeler on deck. And unfortunately, three balls and no strikes. Here comes the next pitch, and that's right down the middle of the shoot. Three balls and a strike, your count. And, well, to give you an update, Schuylerville is already beating Northeastern Clinton 8-1, to one, getting toward the later stages of that contest. Ball hit hard out into center field, caught. Sacento is retired. F8 in the books by Riley Howe. And even though they have really dug themselves a big hole down two to nothing, if they could get out of this inning right now, not giving up anymore, that will give them a little bit of pep to come into the dugout here as Wheeler designated player into the right-handed batter's box. Shot down the right field line, drifting foul and out of play. Again, Ichabob Crane in the first base side dugout. Your Lady Blue Devils in the third base side dugout. <laughs> Planner will plant her feet on the rubber in that circle. Get ready to whip that right-hand windmill pitch. It is up high. One ball and one strike is your count here to Wheeler. Wendell Kin on deck. Homer in the hole. If Ichabob Crane goes with two outs here, here comes the next pitch that is outside and low. Two balls and one strike is your count. We'll talk about your Lady Blue Devils in the Section 10 All-Northern Awards as this game continues here. Riley gets ready. Here comes the pitch that is swung on. And through the wicket to the shortstop, a three-hopper. That could have been a third out. Instead, it's a third run for Ichabob Crane coming in to score off a second. Touching third and coming home is Futia. Wheeler on base, E6 in the book, as you know I always do with the high school sports. I don't mention the kids' names when they make an error. You know, I'd say that shortstop made an error, but that's the way we keep it. Because I don't ever want you to think we're beating them up. Now the next batter, a line drive right back to the mound. Planty's got it in the left-handed glove to retire Wendelkin. F1 in the book, but not before. Ichabob Crane scores three runs off of two hits. There was one error in the inning, and they do 
strand one aboard. Ichabod Crane three. Your Lady Blue Devil zero. Rut Row Shaggy. They need some puppy power as they come up in the bottom of the first. Samara LaFlair, Natalie McCormick, Celia Henry, do up next here on the North Country Sports Authority. I'm Nate. And I'm Kate. And we're not just literal taste buds. We're We're best best buds. And there's nothing that we love more than a cool, crisp, deliciously refreshing Pepsi. Sure, we live inside your mouth. But that doesn't mean we don't enjoy the finer things. Hey, Nate, did you hear that? Definitely, Kate. Pepsi incoming! Here it comes! Mmm. Mmm. Ah, all that flavor. Tastes so good. You know what I mean, Nate? I do know what you mean, Kate. Those bubbles, I can't get enough of them. Tell me about it. So, uh... Amazing! That's what I was thinking. It's like we share the same mouth, Kate. Forever and ever, Nate. Make your taste buds happy and pick up a delicious, refreshing Pepsi. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. And your Lady Blue Devils come up to bat here in the bottom of the first. But unfortunately, trailing the defending state champs, the number one ranked team in the state, three to nothing here. Samara LaFlair in the right-handed batter's box. One ball, no strikes is your count. And there's a shot out in the left field. Left fielder on the run and has it. It was a hard shot off the bat. But the left fielder was in the right position for Ichabod Crane and retires LaFlair F7 in the book. Now senior Natalie McCormick will come up, another right-handed batter. Due up next in the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle is Celia Henry, Riley Planty in the hole. So your Blue Devils offensive lineup with Samara, Samara excuse me, LaFlair leading us off, Natalie McCormick batting in the second spot, Celia Henry in the third, Riley Planty in the fourth spot, Maddie Howe in the fifth, Emily Farron in the sixth, Sierra LaFlair designated player in the seventh. Ball hit, foul down the first base line, out of play. Batting in the eighth spot, Claire Reese in the ninth spot. The two-out single in the Section 10 championships with two strikes to get him here, Katie Rogers. And now McCormick got some strikes on her. Here comes the pitch up high. On the hill this afternoon is Malazzo. She is a right-handed windmill hurler, and she has got some speed. It's odd in a, in a good way. Like, normally a lot of that speed is generated in the windmill of the arm, it seems like some of hers comes almost like some golfers do. Maybe their speed accentuates from the time the club gets back behind their head, but some really, when they're just about halfway through or three-quarters through, really accelerate, and that's kind of how she does it. But McCormick battle in there. It may be an even count now at two balls and two strikes. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Foul. Down the right field line. Out of play. Jiminy Crickets. The way the Blue Devils at least putting the bat on the ball here to start this bottom of the first. Too bad they gave up the three runs in the top half of the first to put themselves in a very, very deep hole early in this contest. Your exclusive home for Major League Baseball. That is low, and all of a sudden, McCormick, as the Bee Gees would say, baby, staying alive. Staying alive. Uh, uh, uh. 
staying alive. And now, here we come. The windmill, right-handed fire, and that is swing and missing strike three. A good attempt by McCormick. Hey, you know what? Senior comes up to bat, gets down two strikes early, continues to battle in the batter's box, and then goes down swinging with a good cut. I got no beef with that. And now Blue Devils with two outs here. Celia Henry into the right-handed batter's box, trying to get something going with two outs. Here comes the fire, and that is low. Have to check for a little pine tar maybe on that towel in the back pocket of the pitcher here. Here comes the pitch, and that up high, two balls and no strikes. I'm totally kidding, but she has a towel of some sort in her right back pocket, and she'll put her uh, pitching hand or fingers on it once in a while. I'm sure to keep her fingers dry because she whips that ball out of that hand so quick. You don't want it to slip. Now she gets ready. Here comes the fire at up high, and all of a sudden three balls and no strikes. Well, just like one of the fans for Ichabob Crane was saying, one at a time for the pitcher, it's one at a time for your Lady Blue Devils as well. Just try to get on, try to manufacture a run on base. Here comes the pitch, and that'll be a strike. Three balls, and one strike is your count. On deck for your Blue Devils is Riley Planty. First team, all NAC. I think she batted like 447 on the season, plus her pitching. Now here comes the fire, and at a beauty, up in the strike zone, just a hair, a riser, and Henry, like I would have swung, she just didn't connect. And now just like that, working her way back is Malazzo here. Three balls, two strikes, full count pitch. Bottom of the first, three-nothing leading at Pickabob Crane. Now ball fouled down a first base side, high in the air, over the dugout. Pickabob Crane, and out of play. So we'll give you the scenario as this game goes on as well of what and how we are going to be broadcasting this weekend. As OFA will be going down to Schuylerville Saturday. And now swing and missing is Henry strike three. So two strikeouts rung up for Malazzo in that bottom half of the first inning. No runs for your Lady Blue Devils, no hits, no errors. They didn't strand anybody, and we're through one inning of play. And, well, it's already tough. 3 nothing. Lady Blue Devils trailing. It is 8-9, and then the top of the lineup next for Ichabod Crane when we come back next here on the North Country Sports Authority. Now's the time to check out the Chevrolet tracks at Mort Backus & Sons. The tracks offers available all-wheel drive, great fuel economy, and versatile cargo capacity that's surprising in a small SUV. LT and Premier models feature keyless open and start, LED daytime running lamps, and available safety technology that goes above and beyond expectations. Check out the Chevrolet tracks at mortbacchus.com or visit with our friendly professional sales staff on Route 68. Find new roads at Mort Backus & Sons Chevrolet and Buick, where we've been taking care of the North Country for over six 65 years. Thank you. Have a nice day. Ugh, did you see all that tobacco marketing in there? Marketing? I didn't see anything. Come on, they had a whole display of cigarette packs. That's tobacco marketing? Yeah, it's in our convenience stores, gas stations, drug stores. And studies show the more of it kids see, the more likely they are to smoke. Wow, our kids have seen enough. How can I protect them from tobacco marketing? You can take action at TobaccoFreeNYS.org. Brought to you by Reality Check of St. Lawrence County. 713-4861. 
You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back. What seems to be deja vu for your Lady Blue Devils. They continue to win straight Section 10 championships, but they come up against Ichabod Crane in the state playoffs. It was in 2016. Ichabod Crane beat us 10 to nothing, and then last year in the regional final, 12 to nothing. And now they have a 3 nothing lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard in the top half of the second. And Lancey Homer up to bat in the eighth spot. Kelly Ringwood. In the ninth spot and in the on-deck circle, that'll be the top of the lineup and now pitch up high here. The first batter back in the first was hit, got on, and some back-to-back base hits by Ichabod Crane, matched with an error, and three to nothing is where we stand. Here comes the fire from Planty, that right down in the middle of the suit, and that's going to be a strike on the batter, Homer. Talking about your Lady Blue Devil girls again. Great success this year in the Central, 11-3 and three overall, 13-5 and five coming into this baby. Tough game in the semis, knocking off Gubby, 2-1 to one ball hit, and I oh, mean roped down the third baseline and foul over the heads of some fans with their lawn chairs down that left field line. Go, And then eventually knocking off Canton in 11 innings, 13 to 12. But again, Riley, all NEC Central, first team honors, batting 441 on the year. Also, first team honors go to Celia Henry and Tamara LaFlair. Celia batting 468 on the year, and LaFlair batting 457. And Homer is walked on the bases. And for the second time here early in this contest, Ichabob Crane has her leadoff runner to begin things here. One aboard, nobody down, and a 3 nothing lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Ringwood tries to bunt fouls. It goes behind her. So no balls in one strike is your count. Riley Howe earned second team All-NAC honors, and Katie Rogers was honored as this year's team's outstanding sportsmanship award. So congratulations to those Lady Blue Devil players. And now Planty gets ready. Here comes the rock and fire, an off-speed pitch, and it was a beauty. I mean, before the ball was even halfway to Rogers' glove, the batter had committed and put the bat out to try to bunt it. I mean, that was a phenomenal change-up right there. Now Planty gets ready. Here comes the fire, sets up for the outside corner. Staying alive is Ringwood. Foul ticks it back to the cage. So with Schuylerville in that Section 7, Section 2 boys baseball state playoff contest leading 8-1, to one, your Blue Devils Saturday will travel down to Albany. Ball hit to short. Throw to second. Off the beaten path. Out into right field. An error. Runners on first and third now. The Blue Devils, as we talked about, had to be absolutely perfect on the diamond defensively, unfortunately. They have not been E6 in the books. That works. Homer all the way over to third. Ringwood at first. And now head coach Mark Henry going to go out into the circle here. 
gather that infield and the rest of the team, the girls from the outfield coming in as well, and just try to talk to them, settle them down a little bit here. I mean, I would tell you if OFA did not come up and at least put the bat on the ball the way that they did, they didn't get any hits, but they, they put the bat on the ball. They made some good cuts. If that wasn't the case, you know, I'd tell you that they're probably pretty much already out of this baby here. And you and I were celebrating their season, how good it's been, and hope they just hang tough in this contest. But I will tell you, the way they did get up and put the bat on the ball a little bit, they have a chance to hit this pitcher. But they can ill afford to keep giving up more runs. And Nickabob Cray now with runners on the corners, first and third, with no outs. And the top of the lineup, Seitinger up to bat, fakes the bunt, pulls it back, draws strike one. Runner steals second base, Ringwood. And now the Ducks quacking on the pond for Ichabob Crane on second and third. It is the best day we have had all spring season. It is blue sky, not a cloud above us. And it's probably about 72, 73 degrees. And a slight wind blowing, not to affect the game, but just to keep the fans nice and cool and absorb that sunshine here. Two strikes on this batter with nobody down. Three-nothing Ichabob Crane on the hollow pump supply scoreboard. But they're looking maybe to add more here. Clanny trying to get her second strike out of this contest. Here comes the fire. Swung on hard. Down the right field line. Drifting foul and out of play. A long foul ball. Count remains. No balls. Two strikes. Two outs. So, unfortunately... I will not be able to broadcast the OFA boys baseball game on the road Saturday at 1 p.m. against Schuylerville in Albany. Here comes the pitch that is outside and low. I'm glad to do what I'm doing, and that's family first and my daughter's confirmation at 4 o'clock on Saturday. So there's just no way I could broadcast the game and get back. Normally, Tony has helped me out in times past, but he is busy. But we'll tell you what we're going to do. And that's foul down the third base side and continuing to stay in at this bat and fight here at this leadoff batter. At several foul later, fouls later, it's one ball and two strikes here to Scheitner. And now ball hit hard. Center fielder Howe has it in the glove. Throws to second base. Run will tag up from third and score. So sack fly for Scheidinger. Run comes in to score off the third homer. Four nothing now on the Howland Pump Supplies scoreboard. Runner still on second here. Ringwood for Kebab Crane and up to bat is Cox. Cox only with the RBI triple and eventually came in to score back in the first. She's one for one. She looks ready to hopefully pounce on another. Here comes the pitch, and that is swung on out into center field. How over to her left has it. That is Sierra LaFlair, excuse me, making that mistake as a designated player. Sierra LaFlair playing out in center. And she's made a nice couple grabs here in this contest. 
Cox is retired. F eight in the book. So with two outs, Ichabob Crane four nothing, and now a couple strikes just like that to Futee up to bat here. And he's trying to work through it here, not give up another in this inning. Here comes the pitch off speed. It's low and inside. Two balls and one strike is the actual count posted on the scoreboard. Planey will put her right foot on the rubber. Now the right-handed windmill pitch is up high. Speaking of girls softball, the UCLA Bruins knocking off, I think, Oklahoma for the girls' college national championship, their first since 2010. Now ball hit hard out into left field. Left fielder on the right, right and has it. Nice job by Samara LaFlair. She's made a nice couple of grabs as well here. And, well, they only do surrender one run, but it's still one run for Ichabob Crane. They keep adding. There was no hit off that one run for Ichabob Crane. There was one error. They do strand one aboard. We are through an inning and a half of play. We come up to the bottom of the second with your Lady Blue Devils trailing four to nothing. It'll be five, six, or excuse me, four, five, and six in the lineup. Riley Planey, Maddie Howe, Emily Farron do up next here on the North Country Sports Authority. Disguised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburnorg bodyguard to complete your questionnaire. Because defending your tomorrow should start today. The St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union loves to reward its members. And right now, when you, yes, you, open a new membership at St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union, you'll receive a free gift. And free is good. So how do you become a new member of the St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union? Easy peasy. If you live, work, worship, or go to school in any part of St. Lawrence County, you can join St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union in Canton, Ogdensburg, and Potsdam, where people are worth more than money. Member NCUA. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome you back. Bad in progress. Your whole fade Blue Devils, Riley Planty, looking at now. No balls and two strikes in this girls' Class B state playoff contest between your 30th-ranked OFA Blue Devils coming off a six-straight Section 10 championship. But they're running into a wall here this afternoon on their home field against the defending state champs and number one ranked team in the state. Planty makes a good cut, swings and misses. That's the third strikeout rung up in the St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union from Lazo. And now coming up for your OFA Blue Devils. Is Maddie Howe. Here comes the pitch, and she looks at it outside the strike zone. One ball and no strikes is your count. 
So because of your OFA Blue Devil Boys baseball team having to play Saturday in Albany at 1 o'clock with my daughter's confirmation on Saturday, I cannot broadcast the OFA game. But we have a solution. Ball hit down the left field line, just drifting foul and is by about a foot. A long strike for Maddie Hound. She'll return herself into the right-handed batter's box. So we're going to cover the Lisbon Boys Class D Baseball State Playoff Contest at St. Lawrence University, which begins at 11 o'clock against Bolton. If they win, they're into the New York State Final Four. Here comes the pitch. Swung out and missed. And two strikes now on Howe. But what we're going to do is be transitioning from that game and staying live on ESPN 1400 AM and also on our online streaming service, cbogginsburg.com. And every five minutes, we hope to give you an update. I've got a ton of parents, a ton of kids going to the game. I gave them my number. They're going to be texting me left and right what's going on in the game. So we're going to stay live. We're going to talk about your Blue Devil boys baseball season, the phenomenalness of it to this point. And we'll update you every five minutes. That's the way we're going to do it. We're going to cover Lisbon, and then we're going to stay live until that Blue Devil game is over to at least let you know what is going on. And that way, I can do that and get to my daughter's confirmation. We hope to run into your OFA Blue Devils at the New York State Final Four next week. That ball hit hard. Out in the right center gap. It's going to go to the wall. How touching first. On the way to second, and a little closer and see shot, standing up on second safe. And that is a confidence booster for OFA Blue Devils. And a nice job by Matty Howe. No matter young or old, they're getting rooted on here this afternoon. And she's going to play with a little ball herself. This young little girl next to me on my left. Geez, she can't be more than what? Like 14, 15 months. Saw a yellow ball in a box and said, hey, I want to play some softball too here this afternoon. Why not her have fun as well? And now we're actually at Blue Devil batter in Emily Farron. Been a solid player all season long for Blue Devils. But now in the hole, okay. no balls and two strikes. One out on your Lady Blue Devils. They trail four to nothing, but they got their first duck on a pond here on second base in Maddie Howe. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Missed. Strike three. Four strike this, this afternoon from Lazo. And now designated player, Sierra LaFleur, will come up to bat, also playing center field. And now the pitch to the left-handed batter is strike one. Clear girls have been hitting the ball as of late in the section 10 playoffs. They need to get some more hits here this afternoon. But the Blue Devils are going to have a chance to come back in this baby. Here comes the fire, and that is strike two. It looked good. Slow call by the umpire behind home plate. Not in a sense in a bad way, a slow call. It just took him a little bit to determine. And now getting ready, Ichabob Crane. Here comes the fire. That hit. LaFleur on the left elbow. And now the Blue Devils with runners on first and second. I'll tell you something right now. Like I said, 
because they at least put the bat on the ball in the first, they weren't out of it being down 3 nothing and 4 nothing. If they could scratch in some runs, it could go a long ways in this contest here. And now ball foul right back to the cage. Claire Reich attacking right away here. No balls in one strike. Katie Rogers in the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle. And now getting ready to hum it is Malazzo, the right-handed windmill pitcher, and a beauty. Foul right behind home plate, back to the cage. If the fence wasn't here, we might have needed a mouth guard. You and I might have had to go get some peace. And now Reese got to try to protect the plate with runners on first and second, trailing four to nothing. No balls and two strikes. Here comes the fire. Swung at. Popped up infield. Pitcher out of her circle to her left. Has it. The inning is over. The end of two innings of play. It's the Riders four. And just like that, I'm sorry, I said there was one out. I forgot the strikeout by Riley to lead off the inning. No runs. There was one hit by your Lady Blue Devils. There was no errors. They strand two. And there goes the big chance with a duck on the pond. We come back to the top of the third. Being this afternoon, brought to you by Community Health Center in the North Country, where it's not just about your insurance or the ability to pay, but it's actually about your health care. And they got a beautiful facility now being built and opening soon on 102 Ford Street in Augensburg. With that being said, Ichabob Crane 4, OFA 0. You and I, we should be back on this beautiful day next year on the North Country Sports Authority. Steve, right three, you're out. Now what's going on? You haven't hit the ball for weeks. The cold showers at home are killing me, coach. My old water heater isn't putting out the hot water it used to. Sounds like this player needs a Bradford White water heater. All the hot water he'll need for showers, laundry, and the dishes. Gas, electric, tankless. Have your contractor get a Bradford White water heater at Potsdam, Messina, and Governor Plumbing Supply. Or Howland Pump in Ogdensburg. There's the pitch. Oh, is he ever hot now? Being in an auto accident can be confusing and traumatic. The last thing you need to deal with is to fight with an insurance company to get the money you need, worry about the repairs to your vehicle, or how you're going to pay for things when you're out of work. If you've been injured in an auto accident, let the attorneys at the Carlisle Law Firm help you. With offices in Malone, Watertown, and Ogdensburg, we can meet with you and help you fight the insurance companies and get what you deserve for your injuries. Call the ones, 315-393-1111. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All righty, I welcome you back. we got to get the rally caps on for your OFA Lady Blue Devils girls softball team. Just in case you're joining me, I'm glad you are, man. I do appreciate you actually listening and our sponsors that make it happen. Please go into those places. And we work things in a full circle around the North Country the way we should. Well, your Blue Devil girls into this first round of the state playoffs after beating Canton in a wild, crazy, frenzy game of 11 innings. OFA coming back five times to win by one run, 13 to 12. To come into this game, finishing second in the Central, 11 and 3, 13 and 5 overall. Their mark as they in the semifinals knocked off Governor 2 1, and then again Canton in the finals, 13 to 12. 
to earn their sixth straight Section 10 championship. But two out of the last three years, when they've been in the state playoffs, they've been knocked off by Ichabob Crane once 12 to nothing, the other time 10 to nothing. And, well, right now their opponent is Ichabob Crane, who is the currently defending state champs and ranked one in the state right now, unofficially 20-1 and one on the season. In a game that was supposed to be played at SUNY Potsdam at 5 p.m., the venues had to be switched because the condition of the field at SUNY Potsdam. So it then came to OFA, which I didn't think would rattle Ichabob Crane that much, being the number one team in the state and the positions they've been in before. It would take a lot more than that. And Ichabob Crane getting their leadoff runner on with a base hit out into center field and now steals second base. And Sassento, a strike in the right-handed batter's box. Wheeler on deck. And Wendell Ken in the hole here for Ichabob Crane with nobody down and a 4 nothing lead. Ball to short. Throw to first in time. Working her way over to third was Downey, though. First out on Ichabob Crane. 6-3 put out in the books. And that will bring up Wheeler. So your Blue Devils were riding high, but a formidable opponent. You knew it was going to be tough for them to get the victory here this afternoon, and they couldn't give up runs early, and they had to try to take the lead. Unfortunately, your Blue Devils, to catch you up to speed, gave up three runs in the top half of the verse to Ichabob Crane off of two hits and an error. And Ichabob Crane added another one in the bottom of the second. Your Blue Devils did flirt with runners on first and second a half an inning ago, but didn't cash in. And all ball hits the third. McCormick pitches up. Touches the runner on first. Throw to first. A nice play by the senior. Some fancy defense on a diamond. And that's the kind of stuff they needed in the first inning instead of giving up the run. But that was a beautiful, beautiful play. You know, just like, you know, we've had some unique moments where that young lady let off and, and then... She had a 3-2 count for Ichabob Crane and switched her hitting position in then to the right-handed batter's box and nailed a shot out in to the outfield. Just that was unique. Like, I appreciate fundamental ball, knowing what you're going to do in big games when the ball hits you. In order for Natalie to react the way she did, she had to know what she was doing if the ball was hit to her. It was hit hard on the ground. She tagged the runner that had taken, obviously, a step or two off a third by that time. Then the throw over to first to double up Ichabob Crane. Again, celebrate the success of the Lady Blue Devils because they've had a good year, and they just made a really nice play. Let's not get ahead of ourselves because Ichabob Crane, obviously, is a team up four to nothing here. But your Blue Devils are going to try to do something about that. Katie Rogers, Samara LaFlair, Natalie McCormick, two up next here on the North Country Sports Authority. At Community Health Center of the North Country, we believe giving you access to health care is only part of what we can do to build healthier communities. It's also about supporting transportation, food and housing, and other organizations' good work. After all, an economically strong North Country will also be a healthy North Country, and our team is proud to play its part in achieving that goal. Community Health Center of the North Country, where community is not just in our name, it's what we believe in. Find out more at chcnorthcountry.org. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. 
Hi, welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. It is the bottom of the third. Your OFA Blue Devils, after a beautiful double play defensively on the diamond by senior Natalie McCormick, to get out of the inning when they had Ichabod Crane, a runner on third base, potential to put up another run on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. They don't. Now swinging and missing is Rogers. Fifth strikeout this afternoon for Malazzo. And now Samara LaFleur will come up to bat for OFA. OFA has been able to put the bat on the ball a little bit here, but Malazzo, a very skilled pitcher, got a lot of speed coming out of that right hand. Here comes the pitch, that right down the middle, swing and missing is Samara. Foul the back to the catcher, and that will be no balls in one strike. McCormick stands in the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle here. In this bottom, the third being brought to you by the UPS store in Ogdensburg. Here comes the pitch, and that is up high in the strike zone. One ball and one strike is your count. Again, Ichabod Crane, 2015 state champs, 2018 state champs. And they're looking for another this year, and this is part of that progression would be coming to OFA here today and beating the Lady Blue Devils. A second strike now here on Samara. One ball, two strikes, one down. Nobody on. Here comes the pitch, and that's just up a little bit high. A nice eye there by LaFleur to stay off that one. That is a tough one to stay off of, and now two balls and two strikes. Here is your count. Malazzo gets ready. Here comes the right-handed windmill fire. That has swung foul back to the cage. Count remains two balls and two strikes. You know... It'd be nice to for your Lady Blue Devils to keep this game where it's at right now, chip away, get a run or so, to, to start to crack Ichabod Crane a little bit since we've lost to him twice already in the last three years in the state playoffs. A good cut, but swinging and missing is LaFleur. And now McCormick, who had some really good cuts before she eventually struck out in the bottom of the first, comes up to bat with two outs and now five strikeouts rung up in the St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union K-Count in two and two-thirds innings worth of work for Malazzo. Here comes the fire, and that is up high in the strike zone. One ball and no strikes is your count. On deck here, if the Blue Devils go with two, is Riley Planty, Matty Matty Howe in the hole. So again, ba-da-da-da-da-dot, we will be covering Lisbon Boys Baseball on Saturday, 10.45 pregame. 11 a.m. first pitch from St. Lawrence University. And now ball swung at by McCormick, drilled right back to the cage, no balls in one strike. But with that being said, just as the Lisbon game is ending, that OFA game should just about be starting. We're going to be getting updates every five minutes. I'm going to head back from St. Lawrence University to the radio station studio. And there's the ball, line drive hit hard. The shortstop did move except her glove to her right and caught it. A nice poke by McCormick, but it is retired. F6 in the book. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. But again, we'll be broadcasting Lisbon Boys Baseball on Saturday, 10.45 pregame, as they take on Bolton in the New York State Class D Baseball Regional Final. If they win, 
They are the youngest team probably in Section 10 history to go to the New York State Baseball Final Four. They are packed with a ton of sophomore, freshmen, and eighth graders. But they still knocked off the number two team in the state, the Hewelton Bulldogs, eight to two, to earn their right into the state playoffs in this game against Bolton at St. Lawrence University. Saturday will bring you pregame at 1045, first pitch at 11. So as soon as that game is ending, again, I'm staying with you live. Right in, back into the car, you and I are going to take the trip down 68 together. Maybe we'll stop and get a quick burger together, maybe have a milkshake, and then we'll head into the studios. And, well, you know Phil, he's always pressing the buttons, making the magic happen back at the station. Him and I are just going to go live, man. We're going to talk about the 2019 OFA Boys baseball season. We'll talk about some other sports going on. I mean, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about the NBA Finals, maybe, and the Toronto Raptors and Kawhi Leonard? Hell, they've all of a sudden got a 2-1 lead against the Golden State Warriors. Those who thought the Warriors couldn't win without Durant, all of a sudden, can they not win without him? You know, it's a lot going on. We're going to talk about it all and update you every five minutes. So even though it'll be not be play-by-play, we will hang with you during that OFA game and bring you all the updated highlights I get through text. And that's the way we're going to have to do it. Because my daughter has her confirmation at 4 o'clock on Saturday. And with the game being at 1 against Schuylerville in Albany, there's no way I can make it back. I was hoping Section 7 would win. Maybe it'd be at Duke. And now a rope back-to-back hits here by Ichabod Crane. Wendell can let him off. And she roped a single. And now Homer ropes a single out in the left field. And runners on first and second. And these are the teeter-totter innings. You know, these are oftentimes teams come back or teams put away the other team. And Ichabod Crane trying to put away your Lady Blue Devils now here in the top of the fourth with a 4 nothing lead and runners on first and second. Nobody down. Bunted down the first baseline. Playing the off the circle. Throw to first in time. Runners advance to second and third on the bases. Ringwood. Retired, 1-3 in the books. Now one out here on Ichabod Crane. They'll come back to the top of the lineup. Scheitenberger, Scheiten, Scheitenberger. I'll tell you, these names have gotten me a couple times here this afternoon. I've read a lot of Dr. Seuss books, but man, man, oh man, some just tongue-tie you once in a while. Scheitenberger. And the top of the lineup, she was hit by a pitch back in the first, came around to score, and then a sack fly out in the center field, drove in the fourth run for Ichabod Crane. Planty delivers outside and low, evens up the count at 11 here, one ball and one strike. It is four to nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. We're in the bottom of the four today, being brought to you by Pepsi Augensburg Bottlers. Here comes the fire swine hard and a beautiful catch and a double play by McCormick. As the inning is over, back-to-back, double play effort by McCormick on third. It ended so quick, nobody knew what the heck was going on, but I thought the inning was over, but nobody was moving off the field. But a line drive down the third base side about shoulder high, McCormick snagged her glove over, grabbed that, touched third, automatic again. We are against a tough team, the number one team in the state, but you've got to appreciate fundamental ball being played and now back-to-back innings, McCormick has shown that
that she knew what she was going to do with the ball before it hit to her. I love seeing stuff like that. What do we have in store for us in the bottom of the fourth? Well, hopefully we have in store some Blue Devil runs with Celia Henry Riley playing Imani Howe coming up next here on the North Country Sports Authority. There's a three-way tie for the first time ever this week. Smart Backus and Sons, Pepsi, Hogginsburg, Ballers, Athletes of the Week are OFA's Ethan Baldwin and Riley Blaney and the Lisbon Boys baseball team. Last week, OFA versus Potsdam championship baseball game. Baldwin, perfect game, striking out 17 of the 21 batters he faced. Third perfect game this season, unreal. The OFA girls softball semis for Scovey. Blaney retires the last 20 batters in order. 8Ks a double and scored. OFA wins 2-1. to one. The very next day, champion game versus Canton. Planty has to come in in the third. Pitches eight and two-thirds innings. Gets the win 13 to 12 and 11 innings. And scored the winning run. The Lisbon boys baseball team. Super young. Play fundamental ball. Good coaches and now boys class D section 10 champs. After coming back in the last inning versus Chattagay in the semis for the walk-off win. Then knocking off the second-ranked team in the state. The undefeated Hewelton Bulldogs for the championship. Best of luck and congrats to Ethan Riley and the Lisbon boys baseball team. Hartmore Packers and Sons. Pepsi Augensburg Ballers. Athletes of the Week. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back to a very sunny afternoon here in the month of June on the Augensburg Free Academy All-Dirt Infield Softball Diamond. And they are currently playing in the section, or excuse me, the state playoffs. And are taking on Ichabob Crane. Henry is up to bat. OFA trails four to nothing in the bottom of the fourth. One ball and two strikes to Henry. Four to nothing. And now foul back. She remains alive in the right-handed batter's box. One ball and two strikes is your count. Riley Planty on her on the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle. Maddie Howe in the hole. Malazzo beginning her fourth inning of work here this afternoon. She has pitched a gem so far. Frick Bob Crane. Here comes the fire, and that pops up behind home plate and out of play. Again, count remains one ball and two strikes. I was thinking, what a phenomenal. I, I will never, no matter what happens, I, I can't ever imagine having a year like you and I have had in the spring sports season. And now up high, runs the count to two balls and two strikes. Why do I say that? Because you and I have been able to, I have broadcasted, you have been able to listen to three perfect games from OFA Baseball's Ethan Baldwin, a no-hitter also, a one-hitter, a two-hitter, and Riley Howe for the OFA Girls Softball Team, no-hitter, and swinging and missing for the first out in this inning, Celia Henry, and the sixth strikeout run-up for Malazzo. What broadcasting season will I ever broadcast Three perfect games, two no-hitters, a one-hitter, and a two-hitter. I just cannot see that ever happening again. Two hopper to third. Automatic scoop throw to first out. To retire just like that, unfortunately, Riley Planty. 5-3 put out in the books. Good defense by Sacento and Ichabob Craig. And I like that. I like that. It's, it's the little things that I look for sometimes, and I like the way Riley Planty even though she got out, hustled back to the dugout, even though they're trailing four to nothing. Those are little things I like. Your Blue Devils just finding ways to stay in it. Now ball hit hard. Down the left field line by Maddie. They're trying to chase it in foul territory. Ball's 
on the inside of the out-of-play line, but Ichabod Crane trying to come over, sprinting the left fielder, couldn't get there in time. <laughs> Matty Howe, the one lone hit here this afternoon for the Blue Devils. Again, they put their bat on the ball more than they've gotten hit. They just got to put it somewhere, as people would say, where the other team's not. Howe is one for one with the double back in the bottom of the second. Here comes the pitch, swung at, up in the strike zone and missed. No balls and two strikes. Blue Devils with two outs, trailing four to nothing in the bottom of the fourth. Maddie Howe will come up to bat. I mean, again, if you if if maybe Ichabod Crane only scores one run in that first inning, swing and missing is Maddie Howe for the third out of this inning. Seven strikeout for Milazzo. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. But again, if your Blue Devils only surrender like maybe one of the three runs that they surrendered in the top half of the first. It'd be a 2 nothing game, and they're kind of in it. You know, obviously, they're in it right now. Those back-to-back uh, defensive double plays Natalie McCormick made on third base, she doesn't make those plays. It could be a 7 to 9 nothing game, I feel like, right now. So we have been beat two out of the three years by Bob Crane, 10 to nothing and 12 to nothing. Right now, it's 4 to nothing. Can we get a run or two? and start to show that we're kind of maybe making our way so if we come across them someday, maybe just we'll knock them off. Well, we'll find out as this baby keeps going next year on the North Country Sports Authority. Before I was J-Lo, I found my second home here at the Boys and Girls Club. Daniel coaches baseball at the club. But he's also coaching kids and teens to reach their full potential. Phyllis teaches kids how to make healthy snacks but she's also teaching them a recipe for success. At the club, kids and teens learn new skills in our STEM labs. Let's design a code that will teach me a dance move. But really, they're learning to engineer their future. Our trained youth development professionals use club activities to mentor, to make a connection, and to teach them they can. At the Boys and Girls Club, it's not just about being on stage. It's about helping kids walk across it. Announcing our graduating class. Larry Maldonado taught me how to dance at the Boys and Girls Club. But that's not why I made it. I made it because he taught me I can. I'm Jennifer Lopez, national spokesperson for Boys and Girls Clubs. Great futures start here. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back. It's for the fourth time, or excuse me, the fifth time this afternoon. The Ichabod Crane girls softball team here out of Section 2, ranked number one in the state and defending state champs, and have a 4 nothing lead against your Ope girls on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. Reach via an error. And now automatically get down the bases to second base. One ball, no strikes to count to Futia. In the right-handed batter's box, here comes the pitch. That's up in the strike zone. Runner going to go to third. Blue Devils not paying attention. And Gabby Cox has got herself down to third base just like that. Right there for you, 
Planny gets ready here, delivers that right-handed windmill pitch, swung at. McCormick picks it up at third, checks the runner back, throw to first in time. Here comes the throw home, blocking the plate. Oh, she dropped the ball. Rodgers had done a great job blocking the plate for the most part, sliding through and getting that right foot in there. An almost great play, and while what you hope for Ichabod Crane is that Gabby Cox is okay. She's walking off a little ginger here, but it kind of seems that she will be okay. So Cox comes in to score. It's five to nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. There is one out here. Futia. Nice job by McCormick once again. Now one that bounces off her glove. This time it was a hard shot and out into left field a little bit. And Ichabob Crane has things going on the bases once again as Downey got her way over to first. I don't think that's an error, man. I, I, I'm i not calling that an error in the books. It was a really hard hit. McCormick had to move to her left. Would have had to make a really good play uh, to retire. I give a base hit to Ichabob Crane. Downey on that one. And five to nothing here on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. So they run her on first and one out. Sacento into the right-handed batter's box. She's 0 for 2 this afternoon. Flew out to center field in the first. Grounded out to short in the third. Here comes the pitch that is outside. Again, Planny doing a phenomenal job in this year's girls section 10 class B semifinals. Pitching a one-hitter en route to a 2-1 semifinal victory against Governor. And then coming in in relief in the Section 10 championship game for eight and two-thirds to help the Blue Devils five times in that game come from behind in regulation, extra innings, to eventually win by one, 13, 12, and 11 innings. Two balls, one strike is the count here. Here comes the rock and fire that is off the batter. Runners on first and second for Ichabod Crane with one out. The second hit batter here this afternoon. And now Wheeler. Reached via an error in the first. Grounded out to third in the third. On deck is Wendell Ken. Homer in the hole. There's the pitch. Beauty right at the knees. Cross the plate. It's 5 nothing on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard, top of the fifth. And Ichabob Crane has runners on first and second with one down. Ichabob Crane played three runs in the top half of the first, one in the top half of the second, and now one here in the top half of the fifth. The Blue Devils had had a couple runners on, but haven't been able to manufacture that into any runs. One ball, one strike, one out. Here comes the fire. And that low and inside runs the count to two balls and one strike. So both the OFA Blue Devil boys baseball team and the Lisbon boys baseball team one win away from the New York State Final Four in their respective classes. Here comes the fire. Swung at. Foul behind home plate. 
And wow, it's possible if both Lisbon boys and RFA boys win that we could cover both teams at the Final Four next weekend as long as the games aren't the same time. And now here comes the fire that swung at a grounder and threw shortstop. And now all the way around from second into score is Downey. Six to nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. That is E6 in the book. Tough position to field this afternoon. And now Ichabob Crane with the 6-0 lead on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. Runners on first and second. Pitch up high here to Wendell Ken. Blue Devils just trying to hang in it here in these teeter-totter innings. And there's a pitch right at the knees across the middle of the chute. 6-0, one out. Runners on first and second here. For Ichabob Crane. 22 to count. Here comes the fire right across the plate. Ball hit. Just off the glove and out into right field. Then kicked by the Blue Devils out in right field. And then eventually in off a second in the score. It's the Cento. 7 to nothing now on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. And I like this job by Mark Henry going out and talking to the girls because even though they might be getting this sense that the game could be over and they're not coming back, it's a chance right now to tighten up the ship. They've done a good job when they got down already four to nothing uh, in back-to-back innings, coming up with some really big defensive plays to keep it from a seven to nine nothing game at that point back in the top of the third or top of the fourth. So, hey, honestly, the the the, the wheels and, and the spokes in the wheel getting a little bit cracked right now on your Blue Devils. They're making some errors. You know, they're kicking the ball a little bit. They just, which I think, got to come together, regroup, and try to finish this baby out here this afternoon. Regardless, winning or losing, they've had a really good season. And they've got all they can handle against the number one team in the state and the defending champ, Bob Crane. Wendell Ken looks at low ball one. Or, excuse me, uh, Homer. Wait, what is that? Okay. Thank you. I did, because the way it was, I have it written, I was like, I, I didn't see the A and the L. God, I've been calling the young lady a homer the whole time. That's awful. I'm glad I heard that. Oh. oh, this game started late. That's fine. Hey. Oh. Come on, So dumb. It looks like an H. Doesn't that look like an H? But it's an L and a T. So I'm calling her Homer. I know. I'm calling her Homer. Oh, look out. Jesus. 
Oh, Jiminy Cricket's in the wild frontier. Let's see here. No runs, two hits, errors. No errors left on base. In the market for a pre-owned vehicle? Now's the time to check out the great value that GM Certified Pre-Owned offers at Mort Backus & Sons. Each GM Certified Pre-Owned vehicle that we sell goes through a 172-point inspection process and is backed by additional GM bumper-to-bumper -bumper and powertrain warranties. Stop by and see our friendly professional sales staff on Route 68 and let us show you the value of GM Certified Pre-Owned. And of course, our entire inventory is available anytime at mortbackus.com. Find new roads at Mort Backus & Sons Chevrolet & Buick, where we've been taking care of the North Country for over 65 years. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back to the bottom of the fifth of this girls state playoff contest here in Class B softball. Number one ranked team in the state, defending state champ, sick of Bob Crane on the road. What well, was supposed to be a game at Sudi Potsdam now at all fake because the field was not in good enough condition. This game was pushed back. It was supposed to have a 5 p.m. start, but pushed back to 5.30. Ichabob Crane struck early, three in the top half of the first, one in the top half of the second. They're battling with three more in the top half of the fifth. Currently have a 7 nothing lead on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. Here. And here comes the pitch in that low inside. And currently have runners on first and third right now with one out. Your Blue Devils had kept it close four to nothing with some great defensive efforts down the third base side by Natalie McCormick. But now things starting to get away from a little bit. Now finding the strike zone here against Ringwood is plenty. Three balls and one strike now to count. The top of the lineup coming up in the Carlisle off firm on deck circle. Here comes the pitch. Swung at miss. Three balls and two strikes is your count. Ringwood is 0 for 2, reached me an error in the second. Grounded out to the pitcher in the fourth. And now here comes the fire from the right-handed windmill and a hard shot down the left field line over the third baseman's head and just drifts foul. More ducks on the palm are looking to swim home. Break a Bob Crane, but have to go back to the bases here, first and third. Three balls, two strikes, you count. One down. The Blue Devils need to get out of this inning here defensively. Got to make an out. Make a big play here. They've come up very short on the diamond defensively today. Not one of their best performances. Now ball pops up behind home plate. Over the cage and out of play. Such a beautiful day. The nicest day we've had this spring. I could put up the feet in the inside of the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth and take a little siesta. Maybe I'll spend the night here. Three balls and two strikes. Seven and up in your score. Yes, Spice is losing a little bit here. Planning. Trying to keep it together for the Blue Devils. Just up high and out of walk. And out of base is loaded here for the OFA Blue Devils. And, well, already against the number one team in the state, you know, and, and how good they are, being down 7 nothing is almost impossible to come back to. And right now, a couple hits away is Ichabod Crane from really exploding the lead here and bursting it to maybe 10 or 11 runs here. 
Fanny rocking Herlin again, just like she did against Canton. Working hard. Manny Howard left in foul territory over the head grab. And in the end, it bobbled out. It would have been a great catch. She was running backwards to her right, over the shoulder catch. The ball bounced up and came back in her glove again. And then it bounced out again. And new life for Bob Crane up at bat here. Their leadoff batter. And now Planty gets ready. Here comes the pitch, and that hits the batter. And now Ichabod Crane is batted around here in the fifth inning. It is now 8 nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Bases are loaded as Altimer moves over to third. Schettinger to second. Excuse me, Rangland. And now a hard hit ball out into right center. That will score at least two ducks off the pond. Three. Excuse me. And a double. For Schettinger. Or excuse me, Cox. Cox with the double. For Ichabob Crane. Driving in three runs on that one. So Altamar comes in to score. Ringwood came in to score. And all the way from first, Scheidinger come around to score. And now a ball hits a third. and gets past McCormick out into left field. From second, touch the third, being waved in to score is Cox. And on second with the base hit and great base running, paying attention as soon as that ball was thrown home. Utia made her way to second base. We talked about some nice fundamental plays by, obviously, your Lady Blue Devils this afternoon, but as usual, Ichabod Crane playing fundamental ball a lot. And all of a sudden, 12-0 on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. In state playoff softball action, the run rule is 12. During the regular season, it's 15. But right now, it's 12. So the Lady Blue Devils on verge if they give up any more and don't cash in at all. This game could be over coming at the end of the bottom of the fifth here. Planning getting ready. Here comes the pitch to the shortstop. Picked up. Throw to first in time. And the inning is over. But not before two, four, seven runs are plated by Ichabob Crane. A wop, bobble, oh, excuse me, wait a second. Two, four, six, eight runs are played across by Ichabod Crane. A wop, bobble, loobop, a lump, bam, booming. Ouchie, ouch. 12 nothing score on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. But your Lady Blue Devils still have had a very successful season. And they've got some bats. Emily LaFleur, Sierra LaFleur, Claire Reich. Six, seven, and eight do up in the lineup next when we come back on the North Country Sports Authority. Thank you. Have a nice day. Ugh, did you see all that tobacco marketing in there? Marketing? I didn't see anything. 
Come on, they had a whole display of cigarette packs. That's tobacco marketing? Yeah, it's in our convenience stores, gas stations, drug stores. And studies show the more of it kids see, the more likely they are to smoke. Wow, our kids have seen enough. How can I protect them from tobacco marketing? You can take action at TobaccoFreeNYS.org. Brought to you by Reality Check of St. Lawrence County. 713-4861. If you've been a victim of medical malpractice, contact the attorneys at the Carlisle Law Firm. We'll be happy to meet with you at no cost, review your records, and give you advice as to whether or not you have a claim. Come see us at one of our three convenient locations in Augensburg, Watertown, and Malone, or visit us on the web at www.prestoncarlisle.com. For over half a century, the Carlisle Law Firm has been working hard for hardworking people. Call the ones at 315-393-1111. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth into this bottom of the fifth inning brought to you by Seaway Valley Prevention Council's Reality Check and Youth Decide. Maybe you're just joining me. Maybe you're wondering, what are you talking about? What game is it in the bottom of the inning? It's girls class B state playoff softball action, a game that was supposed to be played at a neutral location in Section 10, that being SUNY Potsdam today, and a 5 p.m. first pitch start. The field was not in good condition. The game then came to OFA, so OFA got to host a home game today, and the game started at 5.30, but OFA had to unfortunately host Section 2 champs, not only Section 2 champs, but the defending state champs and the number one ranked team in the state who are 20-1, and Ichabob Crane. Ichabob Crane scored three in the top of the first, one in the top of the second, eight in the top of the fifth for the 12-0 lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Ball hit high in the air over the dugout down the third base side of the Blue Devils and out of play. There is a 12-run rule in the state playoff competition. So if your OFA Blue Devils do not score a run, I believe this game will end here this afternoon. Up to bat is Emily Farron. She's 0-for-1, struck out back in the second inning. And on the hill is Malazzo. A hard ball hit right back to her off the bat by Farron. That goes off her glove and to her right. And as a result, Farron with the infield base hit. And the OFA Blue Devils have a runner on first. We're almost, as we talked about, this being the nicest day we've had this spring, we're almost to that point in time where that sun beat down on that driveway on a good day when you want to fill those cracks and maybe seal it, have it looking black and shiny. Well, all you got to do is give Top of the Hill seal coating a call. And like I always do with all of our clients, I always look at the reviews. I want to make sure that they're providing good service to our listeners, or I don't want them on the air, to be quite honest with you. And while you look at the Facebook reviews for Top of the Hill, they've got a lot of good reviews. And now Sierra LaFleur is hit with a pitch. That gets your OFA Blue Devils to runners on first and second. So give Jeremy a call. Accepting new clients. Great reviews. 315-528-9033. And now up to bat here for your Blue Devils is Claire Reich in the right-handed batter's box. Over one flew out to the pitcher. And now looks at a fast pitch right down the middle of the shoot for strike one. 12 nothing. 
Ichabod Crane, bottom of the fifth. Blue Devils have to score a run to keep this game going. Here comes the pitch. Swung at. Missed. Great cut. But a strike nonetheless. And now Malazzo gets ready. Here comes the fire. That swung on foul back to the cage. A little high and outside the strike zone. Helping her out a little bit. Reese on that one. No balls. And two strikes to count here. On deck in our Carlisle off from on deck circle is Katie Rogers. Samara LaFleur in the leadoff for your OFA Blue Devils in the hole here. We have nobody down. Runners on first and second. Here comes the pitch. Swung at. Foul back up. And in the cage. We talked to Malazzo having seven strikeouts. Riley Planey, in her five innings of work here, has one strikeout. You knew it was going to be a tough wall to climb for your Lady Blue Devils today. And the game was close for a while, but then really got away from them in that bottom of the fifth where Ichabod Crane scored eight runs. (laughs) One ball, two strikes to count here to reach. 12 to nothing, OFA trailing. Their season probably coming to an end here. And now ball hit down the first base side, out in the right field. Cuts in third, being waved around to score. Is your Blue Devils, Emily Farron. 12 to 1 on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. And now Sierra LaFlair all the way to first base, or third base. Claire Reese with a two-strike base hit is on first base. And while you always got to look for positives in life, correct? Well, they're taking it on the chin. The Lady Blue Devils 12 to nothing, but they're resilient this year. They came back five times in the girls' section 10 championship against Canton. Fun and foul down the first base side by Rogers for strike one. I mean, five times they came back, and in extra innings, at one point, they were down three or four runs and still came back. So they're resilient. So to come up at this inning, being down 12 to nothing, and getting some hits here and getting some things going. They've got two hits in this inning. Two strikes now on Rogers, And I believe the Lady Blue Devils have extended the contest. And now a ball hit by Rogers. Shortstop charges in on throw to first in time, but off a of third base and the score is Sierra LaFlair. Two runs by your Lady Blue Devils here in the bottom of the fifth. They want to keep playing some softball, do these seniors? Reese made her way over to second base. That's the first out in this inning on the Blue Devils. Now 12-2 on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. And Samara LaFlair, the leadoff batter in the right-handed batter's box, takes a good cut but swings and misses no ball in one strike. Rishon second with one down. In the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle stands now in McCormick, who has really hit the ball well, but just hasn't been able to get on and has played just absolutely tremendously on the diamond defensively. Two double plays for that young lady down the third base side. And now two strikes. LaFlair got to protect the plate. Here comes the fire up in the strike zone. Good eye by the leadoff batter for your Blue Devils this season, but 0 for 2 in this contest, flew out to left field in the first, struck out in the third, actually roped a decent shot on the left field, but the left fielder made a nice play and made the catch early in this contest. 
Malazzo fires. Here comes the pitch. Swing and missing is LaFleur. And that'll be the eighth strikeout for Malazzo. That'll be the second out on your Blue Devils. And now Natalie McCormick, who again has hit the ball hard, uh, but she uh, line drive flew out to short and then made a good cut and, and, and made some uh, hard fouls, but struck out back in the first. And she looks at one ball and no strike early count to on deck is Henry in the hole is planning. Rocking and firing here is Malazzo. That's up high in the air, drifting down the right field line. Foul and eventually out of play. Again, Ichabob Crane on the road here at Augensburg Free Academy in the state game has nestled and found their way home along the first base side dugout. Your Blue Devils in the third base side dugout. And now rocking and firing here is Malazzo. And that'll be a strike. Two strikes now here on your old fade Blue Devils, Natalie McCormick. Again, Lady Blue Devils being resilient here. Here comes the fire that swung on high. Out into left center, left fielder over to her left and has the grab to retire Natalie McCormick, F7 in the books. But your old fade Blue Devils, they score two big runs to keep this contest going here off of two hits. No errors. Nobody left on base. And, well, we're going to head to the top of the sixth inning now. New life for your Lady Blue Devils. They do trail by 10, but they got some runs here. It is 5, 6, and 7. Stu up next here on the North Country Sports Authority. Do you like when your money makes more money? Then you'll love the 19-month CD special at the St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union. New money to the credit union with $1,000 minimum balance gets an annual percentage yield of 2.02%. Now through June 30th. Head to the St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union in Ogdensburg, Canton, or Potsdam today and get your money going and growing with their June CD special. Offer valid through June 30th, 2019. Fees or other conditions may reduce the earnings on your account. A penalty may be imposed for early withdrawal. This is a limited time offer. Other terms and conditions may apply. Federally insured by the NCUA. At Community Health Center of the North Country, we believe giving you access to health care is only part of what we can do to build healthier communities. It's also about supporting transportation, food and housing, and other organizations' good work. After all, an economically strong North Country will also be a healthy North Country and our team is proud to play its part in achieving that goal. Community Health Center of the North Country, where community is not just in our name, it's what we believe in. Find out more at chcnorthcountry.org. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All righty, man. What is it? Pitbull singing fireball or something, baby, across the diamond here. That'll get the fans up a little bit for both sides of the fence here. Just in case you're joining me, yes, they did let Spicer out again. I know you're saying, wow, they let you out a lot. But they do so I can broadcast these games. I appreciate they let me out, baby. And, well, it is the Ichabob Crane team, number one in the state, defending state champs, 20-1, and one, have a 12-2 lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. As we get into this top of the sixth inning here, Sacento comes up to bat. She was a hit by a pitch in the bottom half of the fifth and eventually came around to score. Here comes the fire. Swung at base, hit on the ground, out into left field. 
Now batting number nine, Larissa Wheeler. What's Annette Rayner report to the announcing table, please? And now Wheeler will come up to bat in the right-handed batter's box. It looks like Wendell Ken. And now ball hit hard out into center field. Over the head of the center fielder, LaFleur. From first all the way to second is Sacento. And runners on the corners now here. And Ichabob Crane continues to hit the ball here in this contest. Now batting number 16, Rachel Wolha. Come on, Rachel. And it looks like Ichabod Crane wants those runs back here. Runners down the corners with nobody down. Planning continues. Or, excuse me. Yep. And now that's a strike here on the batter for Ichabod Crane. We've seen some nice defensive plays today. We saw one of the batters, Rick Bob Crane, in the left-handed batter's box get two strikes on her in a full-count pitch and then switch to the right-handed batter's box and then drill a shot out into the field. So that was unique. So amongst this 12-2 game, a couple unique things. Ball back to the pitcher. Planey will throw to first. They'll keep those runner on the bases. They run the runner back to third. The runner does advance, though, to second in Wheeler. So one out here on Ichabod Crane. Runners on second and third. And Ichabod Crane will come up to bat into the right-handed batter's box and strike one. No balls, one strike to count. 12-2 on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. Planny again continuing to work hard for your Blue Devils. Now shots at second base, charged by the Blue Devils. Throw home to get after they threw to first to get the second out of this inning. They then threw home to try to get that runner off a third, but safe. And it is 13-2, and now the other runner will be awarded as that ball had one out of play. And now back to... 14-2 on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Two runs in this top of the sixth inning being brought to you by Community Health Center in the North Country. Come to Augensburg soon, 102 4th Street. Low in the dirt. Bounce back to the cage, but no matter. Nobody is on here. So there's two outs on Ichabob Crane. They got those two runs back just like that. They will now once again take that 12-run lead at least into the bottom of the sixth and force the Blue Devils to have to score to extend the game into the seventh inning. Planty pitches, swinging and missing. A half a cut was the batter. Ringwood. Planty rocks. Here comes the big fire and at a strike. Just like that, back-to-back throws, two strikes. Again, you might just be tuning in and listening to 14-2 to two and well, maybe the pitcher's not good or the girls aren't good on OFA. They are good. They are very talented. They have won their sixth straight Section 10 championship, but they come up against the Berlin Wall, and it's the Ichabod Crane team. They've come up now against them three times in the last four years. It's been 10 nothing, 12 nothing, and right now 14-2. to Now ball hit the third. McCormick scoops it up, throw it first in time. The inning is over. 
5-3 put out in the book. Two runs for Ichabob Crane. 14-2 is the score. Blue Devils need to score to extend things here in the bottom of the sixth. 3-4-5. and five. Henry, planning, how? Sounds like a run or two when we come up next year on the North Country Sports Authority. Steve, right three, you're out. Now what's going on? You haven't hit the ball for weeks. The cold showers at home are killing me, coach. My old water heater isn't putting out the hot water it used to. Sounds like this player needs a Bradford White Water Heater. All the hot water he'll need for showers, laundry, and the dishes. Gas, electric, tankless. Have your contractor get a Bradford White Water Heater at Potsdam Messina and Governor Plumbing Supply or Howland Pump in Ogdensburg. There's the pitch. Oh, is he ever hot now? Disguised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburnorg bodyguard to complete your questionnaire. Because defending your tomorrow should start today. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All righty, baby. Is this our last inning for OFA Girls Softball 2019 season inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth? Or can they extend this contest and get a run as they trail in this first round Class B state softball playoff game against Ichabob Crane. 14 to 2 on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Ichabob Crane with three in the top half of the first, one in the top half of the second, eight in the top half of the fifth, two in the top half of the sixth. Now swinging and missing. Down goes Henry, strike three. The ninth strikeout rung up in the St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union K count. And now Riley Planning. 0 for 2 will come up to bat. Her last bat, perhaps, of her OFA softball career here, and she would like to get on, no doubt about it, because she has worked hard through these playoffs for your Lady Blue Devils. This bottom of the six being brought to you by Buster Sports Bar and Restaurant in Augensburg. Zing, zing. Oh, the sweet habanero are my favorite. Those are the famous zingers at Buster Sports Bar and Restaurant, both now in Augensburg and Ken. Too good. They have just one. Now 14 to 2, one out here. Ball swung at foul to the right and off the cage behind home plate. So no balls and two strikes to count here to Planty. Well, if you've been planting your rear end on the couch or the chair and it ain't comfortable anymore, you want a good name brand piece of furniture or a mattress at a good price, you go to the top of the hill in Huey, baby. Top of the hill mattress and furniture. Compare the prices. You'll see for yourself. Ball hit right back to the pitcher. One hopper grabs it, throw to first, and Planty is retired. One three in the books, and the Blue Devils are down to their last out here uh, to score a run to extend the game. Maddie Howe now comes up to bat. She's got a base hit, one of three this afternoon for your OFA Blue Devils. They haven't had a ton of hits. And now Malazzo, ball down the third baseline, just foul off the bat of Howe. And that'll be one strike on Howe. Again, the Blue Devils, 14-2, to 
if you're trailing by 12 or more at the end of a bottom of an inning after five a play, well, the game is over here. Blue Devils were down 12 to nothing, but they scored two in the bottom of the fifth to get it into the sixth. And now with two outs, first baseman behind the bag, up overhead, grabs it. And the contest is over here. Your 2019 OFA Blue Devil Girls softball season has come to an end as Maddie Howe retired. F4 in the books. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. And with that, we will dive into our Mort Backus and Sons post-game show. And while you want your vehicle fixed by a reputable business, and a state-of-the-art facility. Take a right-hand turn off at 68 into those big bay doors. They'll welcome you in. They'll fix your car. And you can sit right there in that waiting room, watch some TV, read, maybe knit if you want to. And you can just have your car coming out just like you wanted it to, all fixed and cruising right back down the road. Well, unfortunately, and fortunately at the same time, cruising down the road will be Ichabod Crane very happy. Coming to Augensburg today and knocking off your Lady Blue Devils 14-2 to end their season. Congratulations to Ichabod Crane, the number one team in the state and defending state champs, getting closer to maybe repeating as back-to-back champions. So coming into this contest here this afternoon, we'll break it down for you quickly. The Blue Devils had finished the Central in second place at 11-3 behind the undefeated St. Lawrence Central Larrys. They had two non-league games, which they lost. So going into the playoffs, your Blue Devils were 13-5. and five. They then beat Governor Barely, Riley Planty, a one-hitter, went the distance on the hill all seven innings to retire Governor finally 2-1 to one and move on to the championship game. Then the Bears started to get up on your OFA Blue Devils in that girls' section 10 Class B championship game. And Riley Planty, already after pitching seven innings and a one-hitter the day before, came in to relief in the third inning, pitched eight and two-thirds innings during that contest to eventually get the win for OFA, 13 to 12 and 11 innings, and score the winning run off a two-out and two-strike pitch to Katie Rogers. And the Blue Devils got themselves back into the state playoffs. Unfortunately, back in the state playoffs, three out of the last four years, they ran into Ichabod Crane. Ichabod Crane beat them up 12 nothing and 10 to nothing in the previous two visits coming into this contest. And, well, the way this baby broke down this afternoon, they got right to work, did Ichabod Crane, after the long trip up here with three runs in the bottom half of the first. Your Blue Devils came up in the bottom half, went three up, three down. Then in the top of the second, again, Ichabod Crane strikes driving in a run on a sack fly, take a 4 nothing lead. The Blue Devils were hanging in a little bit. In the bottom of the second, Maddie Howe got a double with one out. A, another batter, Sierra LaFleur, was hit by a pitch. The Blue Devils had runners on first and second with two outs, but could not cash in on the opportunity. So he went to the top of the third, a 4-0 game. And the only time in this contest, Ichabod Crane came up to bat in the top of the third and went down. One, two, three. And, and that's where the Blue Devils were hanging close. They had chances uh, because of some phenomenal defensive effort um, by uh, third baseman Nathan McCormick for your OFA Blue Devils in 
that top of the third, she had a uh, ball hit to her very hard on the ground, touched the runner who was just a couple feet off a third once the ball was hit, and then threw to first to double up and get out of that inning because it looked like Ichabod Crane poised to maybe score that runoff a third with just one down, but they didn't. We go to the bottom of the third. Unfortunately, the Brew Devils three up, three down. We get into the top of the fourth for Ichabod Crane, and there we are again. The Blue Devils uh, surrender them runners to start the inning. Runners on second and third with just one out and a line drive just about right over, going to go over the third base bag. Nan McCormick sticks her glove out, snags it, and then simply touches on third to double up the runner. So back-to-back innings, beautiful defensive plays by the senior Nan McCormick, and the Blue Devils got out of the inning unscathed. In the bottom of the fourth, once again, we've heard it a couple times already, unfortunately, three up, three down. And that's the, the teeter-totter moment where finally the spokes got cracked in the wheels on your all fade Blue Devils. As in the top of the fifth, Ichabod Crane scores eight runs to take a 12-0 lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard before that top half of the fifth is over. We then get to the bottom of the fifth. The Blue Devils have to score... Because if you're beat by, being beat by more than 12 runs after five innings in girls' state playoff softball action, the game is called after your bottom half of the innings. And the Old Bay Blue Devils, they got two hits in the bottom of the fifth, one by Emily Farron. Then Sierra LaFleur got on. She was hit by a pitch. And then Reese got on with a base hit. The Blue Devils end up scoring two runs to then force a sixth inning to be played. It was 12-2 to two on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. But just as quickly as all fans scored those two runs, Ichabod Crane took him back with some base hits in the top of the sixth to retake the lead 14-2. to Your Blue Devils came up in the bottom of the sixth trying once again to keep the game going, but three up, three down. Congratulations to the winning pitcher, Malazzo, for Ichabod Crane. She worked six innings here this afternoon. She gave up no runs, three hits. Struck out nine batters and did not walk one. Unfortunately, Riley Plenty this afternoon, your losing pitcher for the OFA Blue Devils, working six innings of work, giving up 14 runs here this afternoon, striking out one batter. That may not sound good. It is a different level of competition against Ichabod Crane. Riley and a bunch of these Blue Devil players have done a phenomenal season all year. Riley was named to All-NAC Central first team, batting 441 on the season and pitching really well, and was the reason the Blue Devils are in this game today was her pitching in the semifinals and the championship. Congratulations. Also earning first team honors was Celia Henry. Also she batting 468. So Mara LaFlair earned first team All-NAC honors, batting 457. Riley Howard in second team All-NAC selections, and Katie Rogers was honored uh, with the team's outstanding sportsmanship award. So your Blue Devils, very talented. They've got a really good team. They just run up against, like I said, this Berlin Wall of the uh, Ichabod Crane team. Seniors, Maddie Lynn Howe, been a great athlete for head coach Mark Henry over the years. She has played her last game for OFA Girls Softball. Natalie McCormick, 
who we mentioned making those great defensive plays in this contest. Riley Planty, as we mentioned, first team all nac -er, batting really well this year. Claire Reese, another solid player for head coach Mark Henry that will be leaving. And Catherine Rogers, the catcher for the OFA Blue Devils, and who got that hit in the uh, championship game with two strikes on her and, and two outs in the bottom of the 11th to eventually get OFA to this point. So congratulations to Bob Crane as they move on. Congratulations to your Lady Blue Devils for really a successful season. I mean, 11-3 and during the regular season. When May 15th hit, they became a team that played nine games in nine days, and they went 7-2 and during those nine games in nine days. That is very impressive. They were resilient to hold on to beat Governor and resilient for five times to come back and win against Canton. And they were resilient tonight being down by 12 but scoring two runs in the bottom of the fifth to force another inning. Okay, we'll be posting things on our ESPN Facebook site to let you know if you forget exactly what we're doing. But now with the situation at hand and OFA having boys baseball to go play Schuylerville Saturday at 1 p.m. in the New York State Class B Regional Final with the winner moving on to the Final Four, we will not be able to broadcast that game. My daughter has her confirmation. She wants me to be there for that. That's what I will be doing family first. Normally, Tony in the past, a state playoff football game uh, he, and a regular season football game, he has done for me, and I trust him. But unfortunately, he's off busy doing things for the radio station that day twice, and he will not be able to cover. So with that being said, there's no way I could be in Albany at 1 o'clock for a start and drive back after the game is over and get back in time for my daughter's confirmation. So we have switched things up a little bit. We are now going to be broadcasting Lisbon from St. Lawrence University against Bolton in the boys' Class D New York State Regional Final with winner moving on to New York State Final Four. Lisbon has a chance to win that game. After that, we will be working from that post-game show into our own show about the 2019 OFA Blue Devil Boys Baseball season. And every five minutes or so, I've got my business card out to Tony Majork, the athletic director for OFA, the coaches, the kids, they're going to give them to their parents. And every half inning or so, there's going to be a ton of text coming in to give me a scoop of what's going on. And we'll be able to highlight, we'll be able to tell you, hey, OFA got a big hit, they've caught up a run, or you know what, right now it's 0-0 zero, zero and Baldwin pitching a, a one-hitter or a two-hitter or vice versa for the other team and what's going on with them. So that's the way we will have to present that game. At least that way, you know, I can bring it to you, keep you up to speed if you really want to know in a quicker fashion than having to wait till it's over with and finding out later that night or the next day in the paper. And we're hoping that we join either the Lisbon Golden Knights or the OFA Blue Devils next weekend in the Final Four. So that's the way that will break down. That way, right when that Lisbon game's over at St. Lawrence, I'm cruising in my car back to Ken. You know, we'll keep you for a while. We'll return just to a normal ESPN program for only a little bit, and then I'm going to get in the studios, and we're going to go live. We're going to have a show, baby. You, I, and Phil, we're going to have a Phil-licious time back at the studio, and we'll give you those updates. And then, being in Augensburg, I'll be able to work through that game, giving you those updates, and be able to make my daughter's confirmation. I want to thank you for listening today. Again, I want to thank you, OFA Girls, for a splendid softball season. 
with a regular season mark 11 and 3, and then in a stretch of nine games in nine days, going in 7 and 2, working through the playoffs, being resilient and being resilient in, in a different way a little bit here tonight when they're down by 12 and had to score runs to keep the game going, and they did in that bottom of the fifth. Congratulations to all the seniors and the best of luck to them for a phenomenal season. And the Blue Devils, they did lose tonight, but they are Section 10 champs for the sixth straight season. That is very, very impressive. So with that being said, you enjoy your rest of this beautiful Thursday evening. Have a good time. Sweet dreams, baby. And we'll talk to you on Saturday, 1045 pregame, 11 p.m. first pitch, Elizabeth Boys High School Baseball, or 11 a.m., Elizabeth Boys High School Baseball in the Class D semifinals. But first, au revoir to the OFA girls and their 2019 girls softball season, which was very good. As Ichabob Crane came to town, knocking them off 14-2, to and you heard it right here on the North Country Sports Authority. You want some guarantees? I'll give you some guarantees. Buster's has the best salad bar in Augensburg and has the best salad bar in Canton. You will not find Rose's homemade desserts anywhere else but Buster's. When it comes to the menu, find one that has more variety and items to choose from. And not just on Fridays, every day you can get the fish fry. Yingling, beer, battered haddock, served with fries. The food is good. Buster's parking lot in the Berg is 95% of the time more packed than any other place to eat at. Buster's in Augensburg or Canton, too good to have just one. Thank you for listening to High School Sports on the North Country Sports Authority ESPN 1400 AM with Chris Spicer. Follow High School Sports all season long right here at ESPN 1400 AM.